Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Thank you all for coming out. Tonight's ministry lesson is called Ministry Lessons Key to Answer Prayers. And so before I get into the call, I want to just get in prayer, and we're going to just go to the throne of grace and God anoints this call and backs this call up. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this ministry call. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are the God who's more than enough. You are the God who brings us and gives us the desires of a heart, Father. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for uh, giving us your word, giving us your purpose, giving us your heart, Father. And, Father God, loving us uncontrollably, Father, being our, our first love, Father. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We praise you in advance for this message. But once it goes outside, the people will be open to your will, your plans, and your purpose and pursuits. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. So tonight we will be talking about keys, ministry lesson keys to answer prayers. A lot of times uh, we know that what is prayer? Prayer is communication with the Father. Um, we have different ways of learning the Father. Uh, that's through our Bible. He put up, put out the Bible so that we can learn more about him, know his heart, know his thoughts, know his mind, and how we're supposed to live. But prayer is so awesome because it's communication with him. It connects, him, uh, connects us to God, who is awesome. And so a lot of, that would make it important to know that because prayer is important and prayer is a way to communicate with the Father, it's important to know how to effectively communicate with the Heavenly Father. You know, we have different people that we communicate with in our life, 
And so everybody have a different way of communicating. And when you are in a relationship with someone, you have to find out how shall I communicate with this person. So God has put in the Bible on how to communicate with him through prayer. So the first thing I want people to understand, um, in order to have a good prayer life, what you have to understand is that the number one thing I believe is that you have to know that God loves you. And not only that, you have to know that God wants to answer your prayers. I think a lot of times in the body of Christ, we have this mentality where we feel like we're not worthy enough. God doesn't love us when we go to the throne of grace. Here is this big guy that we're going to, and he's going to just show us mercy, but not really realizing that the Heavenly Father is actually our daddy. And so I want to look at I want to look at uh, Luke eleven nine through thirteen. It says this. It says, and I say unto you, ask and it shall be given; seek and ye shall find; knock and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. It says, if a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father. Will he give him a stone? Or if he asks him for a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask the air, will he offer him a scorpion? He said, if you then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them to ask him? So he's talking about the Holy Spirit, but it goes with anything. He said that if you being carnal or you know, before you was born again, you were carnal, you were out there, you were not born again, you wasn't saved, you didn't have a spirit of living God. And I'm pretty sure that if your mother asked you for something, if your kids asked you for something, I don't think you would give them opposite of what they want because you love your kids. He's saying to you, he said, if you feel that way about your kids who is not perfect and you serve a perfect God in heaven, how much more that if you ask God for something, he will not give you that. So you have to understand that when you go to God, that you don't serve a dead God, and you don't serve a God who's not hearing you or who doesn't want to answer your prayers. God wants to answer your prayers. God wants to give you the desires of your heart. God wants to fill you with joy. And God wants you to come to him and not you do it yourself. And he will answer those prayers. And so I want to just put that confidence in you. And I want you to just keep that in your mindset that God wants to answer your prayers. And he is in that business of answering because he put those desires on the inside of you. So whatever you came with, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're dealing with, I'll have good news for you. God is answering your prayers and he wants to answer your prayers. So that's the first thing because some people are not confident. They come in prayer. I hope God ain't trying to hear from my prayer. You compare God to yourself. You compare God to your mom or your daddy who is not perfect. But God is perfect, and he, he's not a man who should lie. Um, another thing, uh, John 16, 23, 24 says uh, in this verse, he says, in that day you will ask me, ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, in Jesus' name, he will give it to you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. 
Oh, my God. That's awesome. Whoever on this call should be excited. He's saying, you asking my name in the Father, in Jesus' name. He said, I want you to ask me. He said, because I want your joy to be full. Ha, ha, glory to God in the highest. Thank you, Jesus. And that's good news. He's saying that I want you to talk to me. I want you to communicate with me. I want you to tell me what your desire is. I want you to tell me what you believe in God for. I want to uh, work on your behalf on things that you're dealing with right now. He said, because I want your joy to be full. So, amen. That's good news right there. Y'all going to have to be preached. But that is great news. So you have to know that when you go to God, that he's behind you, he's backing you up, and he wants to answer your prayers. I want to go to another thing. A lot of people don't realize the key to answer prayers as believers is that you have to live holy. Let's go to uh, John nine thirty one, And it says this. It's the ESV version. It says, we know that God does not listen to sinners. But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Do you know that sin will block the blessing and sin will block the communication of God? And you don't want to ever be in a situation where you are getting your prayers hindered because of unforgiving sin, unconfessed sin. God, uh, it's his will not for us to sin. But God says in 1 John 1, 9, he said that if you confess your sins, God is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. So what he's saying is, I want you to be in a place that sin blocks the blessing and sin hinders you from getting your prayers answered. And it don't have to be a major thing either. It can be pride. It can be walking out of love. It can be the love of money. It can be anything that's sin, anything that's opposite, anything that's contrary to the word of God, anything that God has said not to do. Those things can really block you. And so I want you all to examine your life and just examine yourself. Because what I do is, this is the thing I do. As a believer and as a Christian, I always do an audit on my life. I'm always trying to see how can I improve myself, how can I be a better person? How can I operate the way God has wanted me to operate? Because I know I'm not a perfect person, and I have to constantly renew my mind. And there can be, and I, when you learn how to evaluate yourself, you can see there are some things in your life that you need to get rid of. And so a lot of times we get in prayer, and we not, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Let me tell you what the Holy Ghost just says. There's a scripture that talks about, Answer prayers, Mark eleven twenty four, And it's talking about, you know, speaking to this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. And, you know, Mark eleven twenty four is a scripture that even uh, Word of Faith Movement talks about where you can speak and say to these things, be thou, you can speak to things, and it shall come to pass. A lot of people love that scripture, but they forget about the last scripture the uh, the other part that goes with it, he said, and if you have any awe or if you have any issues with your brother, forgive them or to take care of that issue. Because in other words, yeah, you can have a good prayer life. It can sound good in prayer. But if there are some things that you're dealing with, if there are some unforgiveness, if there are some secret sins that's going on in your life right now, 
that may be the answer and the reason why your prayers are not really getting answered. If you don't believe me, listen to this one. It says this. Uh, this is a scripture that um, Peter is a minister to the husband, okay, because your prayers can be hindered. And so it says this in First um, Peter 3, 7, in the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. So she she may be weaker than you, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should be, should, so your prayers will not be hindered. Your prayers can be hindered. Some people deal with self Glory to God. Some people are dealing with things that even your parents did that you still have not forgave. You are dealing with stuff in your childhood, things that you are dealing with and issues that you still have not let go. I want to submit this to you. Let it go. It ain't even worth the things that people have done to you, the things that people who have hurt you, things that people who have blocked you. It is not even worth hindering your prayer life. Nothing is worth hindering your prayer life. The sexual sin, whatever, the woman, the boy, the whoever you're dealing with, that's out of the will of God. Nothing is that serious and that awesome to hinder your prayer life. So I just want to submit to you that if you are just to make an audit, do a spiritual audit, you don't have to let people know what's going on. If something is speaking to your spirit, then when you get off the phone, you repent from that thing. You confess it and you repent from that thing right now in Jesus' name. But you don't want to be in a place where you're not getting your prayers there. The next thing I want to talk about is another reason why prayers are not being answered is because you need to build your faith. You need to build your faith. You know what happens with people? They go into prayer and they have even read about the subject matter that they're praying about. They just praying for things. They hoping. They wishing and they believing. You don't serve a God that you have to hope, wish, believe. You serve a God that you just receive it right now. After you pray and ask them for something, all you have to do is receive it right now. But you can't receive something that you really don't believe. So here we go. Let's look at um. This scripture right here says, If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God and give it to all men liberally and upbraids not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, not wavering. For he that wavers is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think if he shall receive anything, wow, of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So here you have a situation. When you come to God, prayer does not build your faith. Faith, (laughs) prayer, what happens is faith makes your prayer worse. That's really the truth. Because, see, what happens is because you're built up in faith, you go to God in prayer. That's what makes your prayer work is building yourself in faith. So some people, when they go to prayer, they really don't have that faith in that situation. They're just praying. So what do you have to do? Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. This is what you have to do. You have to build yourself in faith. If there's a situation where you're believing God for healing, 
then you need to keep on reading about him. You shouldn't read him one third. You need to meditate that word day and night. You need to speak that word day and night. You need to make this word come alive. You need to make that word come off the Bible and come on the inside of you and burst some things. See, faith comes by here. It's not just something you do when you hear it at the church. It's thank God for the church and thank God for the pastor. But that's, it don't stop there. Your faith walk don't stop at Sunday or on Tuesday or on Wednesday. Your faith walk is an everyday walk. And so every day you need to be meditating, you need to be speaking, and you need to be reading the word of God about situations. So if you know you're in pain and you're dealing with sickness and you're dealing with diseases or you're dealing with family issues, family mess, situations, you don't look at that word one time and it's over. You need to build yourself up until you know and you have that confidence and it becomes alive in you and it becomes uh, rebirthed on the inside of you. And as that stuff comes rebirthed on the inside of you, that's when you see the manifestation of what you're believing God for. A lot of times people will not stay in a word long enough to see the manifestation. Ah, glory to God. Let me tell you something. There are things that you have right now that is half-baked. You have half-baked cakes that's going on right now. You was baking. You were mixing stuff up. You baked it. And you took it out early because you stopped praying. You stopped reading the Word. You stopped meditating. And you still have time to bake, finish up those cakes or finish up those manifestations God has for you. You, you, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you about the Holy Spirit. It is some things that we all on the phone call are missing because we stayed up on it. And I want to submit to you that some things that you believe in God for, you may have gave up on that dream. You may have thought that God forgot about you. I'm here to let you know right now. He didn't forget about you. You forgot about it. You gave up on it. God is not a man. He's still like, he's going to bring those things to pass in your life. But you got to stay on that word. Come on, you stay on that word until it manifests. Until it manifests. Well, how, I've been doing this for years. Until it manifests. I'm getting tired. Get tired and get back up again. Until it manifests. You stay on that word. You continually speak that word. You continually speak that word on, on your situation because faith comes what? By hearing and hearing by the word. So I just want to just submit these things to you. Um, I know it's a whole lot of scriptures that I can go over, but I really just felt my spirit to really talk about answer prayers because, you know, this is a prayer room. This is a, um, a room where we get a lot of prayer requests. And it's nothing wrong because there's different types of prayers. You know, next Sunday we'll be talking about the different types, like supplication, intercessory, prayer of agreement. We're going to talk about those things. But sometimes in the body of Christ, it's nothing wrong with prayer of agreement because I put out prayers, you know, ask people for prayer and agreement. But sometimes when you're attacked, you need to know how to go to God yourself. You need to know how to fight that battle yourself because we may not be there or your prayer partner may not be there or your pastor may not be there. And God really wants, he has set you up so that you can have everything that you need, you want to desire. Amen. So I want to thank you all for coming out. I want to thank you all for just hearing this. Um, I want you to just 
you know, meditate on that word. But if it's things that you're believing God for, things that you were hoping for, things that you're praying for, and you may not have seen the manifestation yet, I want to just um, encourage you not to give up, to stay in the word, put a double time on that word, and just pray. Oh, another thing is, after you pray, you praise them. You praise them when? Every day. Every day. Every day. So you see the manifestation. And once you see the manifestation, you praise them. Thank you for the manifestation because prayer is a big part. And I think we'll probably do another um, a lesson on praise alone because praise is really important to answer prayer. So I just want to tell you I love you guys. And is there any questions, any questions about prayer or testimonies or any encouragement? Anybody want to say something about prayer? Um, no. Hey, Jasmine, this is Vera. Hey. Hey. Um, no, I don't want to say anything about, well, I guess it is a little about prayer. Um, just as you were saying, you know, you really have to press in, press in, press in with you see manifestation and not be moved by what you see in your natural eye. Mm-hmm. Um, I had something happen to me today that, in 17 years of being married, I don't recall it ever happening. Um, and a lot of times I wanted to say something. I wanted to really, like, um, you know, go to my husband about some things. And I knew it wasn't what God wanted me to do, but I wanted to do it because Vera wanted to do it. And when I felt that way, I just decided, you know what, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to pray about it. And I found myself praying a whole lot because, you know, I can really – um get flip at the lips sometimes. So I just prayed about it, prayed about it, prayed about it. And um, one of the biggest things that I've always, like, prayed about is that, you know, that, you know, my husband just come and he just, you know, just say he's sorry and, like, really mean it because my husband is a real big jokester. So even when he's saying he's sorry, to me, I just don't take it serious because he's always joking about stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um you know, I was like, really just pray, okay, you know, you may have done some things, you may have said some things, and, you know, you don't forget that stuff, but a uh, sincere apology always helps to ease things. Mm-hmm. And that happened today where out of the blue, suddenly he just apologized, and I wow. was really, really shocked and taken back by that, that I was caught off guard, and the only thing I could say was I accept your apology because you know, like I say, usually he's joking about stuff. But, you know, this time he wasn't joking. He was dead serious. And, you know, I really appreciated that. And I know that that was, you know, an answer to a prayer because, you know, I've been, mm-hmm. like, really pressing in for that. Just really mm-hmm. pressing in, pressing in that, you know, it's not something where we both apologizing for, you know, saying something or, you know, being out of order with each other. But, you know, just you know, like a real sincere one. So that really helps. So really, really press in. Don't give up. I mean, like Jasmine said, press in until you see manifestation because mm-hmm. usually we give up three miles before we strike gold. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Oh, God, God, shit, yeah. It just, it just feels my fear you see him there because we do, we just give up so quickly. We, I mean, it, it might be a long time, but just keep on because God is not a man. He's so wise. That's what mm-hmm. the wise he said. He's not the man. 
that he should repent, you don't have to. If he's sinning, that's that on you. Yep. And I know you probably had a lot of words about you and your husband. Oh, girl, I got, one. I got one while I was on the phone. Wow. While I was on the phone, the person I was talking on the phone with told me something yesterday, and I just so happened to be on the phone with her today when I went downstairs to get something, and he just grabbed me and hugged me and was like, you know, I'm sorry. Wow. And she was like, what is that? And I was talking, and I was like, I was shocked. She said, I don't know why you were shocked, because God said he wasn't going to tarry long. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was it was also a blessing for her because she spoke that into my life. So, so for her to be able to actually hear that, you know, it happened, that really gave her a lot of encouragement. And after that, we just, we cried on the phone together, and we just praised God together, you know. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's good. That's encouraging for me, and I know it's very encouraging for everybody on this call that, you know, because I know I know that everybody is dealing with something they are believing for and fighting for. And that that makes me feel good, you know? Mm-hmm. Amen. Anybody else have anything to say? Hello? 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 Yes, well, my name is Tasha. I just need um a prayer and clarity on some things. Um, God has given me a lot of things to do within my community, but I've been hesitant to do a lot of things. I guess kind of, I guess in fear, instead of stepping out on faith and just doing it, I've been in a little fear of taking that leap of faith and getting out here doing the things that he's given me to do mm-hmm. as far as like bringing families and um, doing things within the community to bring bring it together. Mm-hmm. And I've been um, struggling with it, and on this week, you know, I've fasting the whole week and praying and asking, you know, God to just lead me and guide me so that I, I will make the right decision on doing these things and getting connected with the right people mm-hmm. to help me along the way. And, you know, I just needed some prayer on it, and I also have another question. During this week, and maybe you all can help me with this, I've been having, like, a burning sensation in the palm of my hand. Which hand? And in my left hand. Okay. And I, I, I know it's, it got to mean something, but I have no idea, you know, for what it means. I mean, it's just been burning. And it'll, it'll stop for a while, and then it'll, it'll start back. So can somebody kind of give me an idea of what it could be? Oh, go ahead, Vera. Okay. Um, okay. First, um, the left side usually represents the uh, the Holy Spirit. Okay. And um, like depending on like what you're doing, like if you were praying, when your hands burn like that, it's typically um, the gift of healing. But it usually happens if it's both hands burning. But the left side represents um, the Holy Spirit. Okay. So, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, so um, now my question to you about you said, uh, you know, about your ministry and the things that God has given you. Um, have you sought God of exactly what it is He wants you to do? It's more of opening up a community center to, okay. and I. I 
before I even got connected with God, he was pouring ideals into me. <clears throat> and I wouldn't do anything with him in the beginning. And then the Spirit spoke to me and was like, write them down. So I started writing all the ideals down. And then once I write them down and kind of put them together, that's what it's leading up to, something like a community center, doing different events, talking about different topics on things, just dealing with the youth in general. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, so you didn't personally seek God for this or seek God I, on what you should do? I have not. That's why I, I um, you know, I prayed and I was like, you know, God, show me what to do. Because you you poured all this stuff into me, and I know it's not for nothing. You gave it to me for a reason. So, I mean, I just want to know what to do with it or if it's time to move forward because I don't want to move forward and it's not time. Okay. So I'm going to tell you two things, and then I'm going to let um, Indian Jasmine, you can talk. But um, when you were first talking, the first thing I heard was fear. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Faith and fear cannot live in the same body. Either you got faith or you got fear. Pick a side. Okay. It's, it's that easy, that simple. Okay. If And the reason I ask you if you sought God is because no matter what I tell you, I could tell you, oh, well, God wants you to do this. Mm-hmm. No. It has to come from God. And then anything that anybody else tell you after that will be confirming what God said to you. And I'm telling you this for a very important reason, because this is the reason, one of the main reasons why people are so discombobulated and so confused in their spirit, because they haven't earnestly sought God for the plans of their life. So when that happens, I can I can speak to you. I can seek God on your behalf. I can prophesy to you, but it means nothing, because God hasn't given it to you first. Okay. So anytime you're seeking, um, you know, direction, mm-hmm. and, 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 I'm, and I'm telling you this, I don't know why, but I have to tell you this, anytime you're seeking direction, anytime anybody gives you direction, it should, especially if it comes from uh, someone that operates in the prophetic, it should quicken your spirit. It should confirm some things that God has already told you. Okay. Because if it doesn't, then you're just going to take it as okay. And it may, you know, you may very well be like, okay, well, God wants you to open this community center on 25th Street. Well, okay. But you like, on 25th Street? I don't know what 25th Street at, you know. So then you start putting <laughs> you start putting things into motion, and that word was released out of season. Okay. And see, that's what I was mainly getting at. You know, is it the right season? I, I like I said, I have ideas of what he wants me to do, but like I said, I don't want to just step out and do it. People are like, well, go ahead and do this. Go ahead and do it. I'm like, no, I don't want to step out and do anything without God's say so. Because I've always said these last couple of months, you know, God, whatever's in your will, you know, let it be done. And I don't want to put nothing before you. Right. You know. I want you to lead me and guide me. I don't want man. I don't want woman. I want you to do it. Exactly. So with that being said, then he should already have, you should already know what he wants. And then that's all someone else will come along and do is to confirm it. And especially when a prophet speaks, that will confirm it and that will put those things into motion. 
Yeah, so always be very careful because, see, you'll mess around and you'll get with some people who just love to prophesy because they love to prophesy or they love to hear themselves talk. I don't know. But <laughs> they'll give you some stuff out of season, and I'm I'm telling you, uh, a word given out of season will can destroy your life because then you're trying to force things into action, and that's not okay. So um, I'm quite sure Jasmine will pray for you, but I want you to know anything that someone tells you will confirm what God has already spoken to you in that secret place because he will tell you before he tell anybody else. God won't tell nobody else your business without telling you your business. Amen. So be you very careful with that. Yes. What I would say is um, one of the things that popped up immediately in my spirit when I heard that is write a vision. Write your vision. Make your plan. So one of the things that when um, the Lord has started doing with me about doing my nonprofit, that was like three years ago. So I'm just you now starting to actually do it and do the steps. But what I did was I wrote out my visions. I wrote out uh, everything that I felt like the Lord was telling me because you, it's no harm with that. You should write out all the ideas that you believe the Lord is telling you because, first of all, you'll forget, you know, and there's a lot of information that God may be wanting you to do. As I will write out the vision, you know, do my vision plan or vision board or whatever. You know, we 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 will pray for you, but that's a, when you have a ministry and when you're doing something big like that, that's not a one-time prayer. That's a continually, I mean, that's an intercessory type prayer where you need to constantly be praying and constantly be trying to find out what God wants you to do next. Just because he tell you to do something or gave you an idea that don't mean that he wants you to do it this week or next week or even this year. It may be just a season where you're just praying over that ministry. You get what I'm saying? You prepare for that that vision that God has for you. Because like you were saying, you have this vision. You may not even have the right people at the right time or the connections, but that's where that prayer comes up so you can get those divine appointments and divine connections. But one of the things I like about what Vera was saying about letting people because people will, people will say, it's not even a prophet. You can have friends who tell you, girl, yeah, go ahead and do it. And like she said, it can be out of season. Mm-hmm. It may not be that time. You just, you know, so you want to just be prayerful and be led. But I will write it out. I will write out my plans out. I will get my scripture. And it's standing on for, for those things. And that's what I would do and just continue to pray. And, and seek the Lord and move when he tells me to move. And every time he comes with an idea, every time he asks something, keep adding to that journal, keep adding to that vision board. And when it's time for it to be birthed, you will have all that manifestation. You will have all that provision made for it. And like Vera said, don't It does not work together. So don't be afraid because he's doing it for you. You're not going to do anything. You, you're helping the Holy Spirit. Do something awesome. So don't be afraid of anything. It's going to be fun and awesome to see God work that thing out for you. So what's your name? Tasha. Tasha, I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for Tasha. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for her heart, her love, her kindness towards the community, towards helping people, towards ministering to people right now. 
In the name of Jesus, we ask you for a word in due season, Father, that you give her the exact will and thing that you have for this project, Father. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you will connect her up with the right people at the right time, Father. That, Father God, that it won't be people of hindrance, Father, that it will be people who have sole purposes of helping her and assisting her with the vision that you have ordained for her life, Father. And we thank you in advance, Father, that money will be there, grants will be there, all her needs will, and she'll have favor with all officials of the government. She'll have favor with whoever she needs to have favor with. And it'll be yes and amen for her. And Jesus, we pray, amen. Amen. So just be, but that's what I would do. Because like I said, when I was, you know, God still, I'm still in progress for my ministry, and I know Varian, she's like, you know, in her birth and stage. Um, but just write it out. Like, because right now you're pregnant, and you want to write that stuff out, thank him. And as you write things, because Rebecca talks about writing a vision and making it plain, it, it seems like he will download more things into you. So that's what I would do, journal, and keep praying on it. And if you can get a prayer partner, who's committed to praying for that particular thing with you, then I would do that also. Okay. Any more questions? <laughs> and I was going to say, I've been speaking and praying, and I know it's probably not the season yet for a husband because I'm in the church now, and um, I've cut back, well, I ain't going to say cut back, cut off. All guys, because you know I, I really want that in my life right now. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'm completely de- stopped dealing with the guy that I was dealing with, and I've been praying and, and seeking God, you know, for a a husband. Not mm-hmm. that it would make my life better, but you know, it, it, I feel like it'll help complete me a little, you know, in it, a way. Right, and it's it's okay to believe for that because that's God as well. Mm-hmm. But um, that's that's um something I've also in an area where I'm I'm, I'm weak at, and I I feel like I'm needing it. <laughs> you got a man in there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Harold. I'm not saying it's like that. Hi. Hey, Harold. Hi. <laughs> So, so what you say? You want prayer for a mate, or no? Just um, I, I don't know what God's plans are, but you know, this is just something I've been, you know, praying for because I'm a single parent. Um, kids' father are, are really not in their life, so I'm totally doing everything myself. And I have a teenage son, and you know, I feel like in that area, you know, he's gonna need some guidance. You know, mm-hmm. I pray and ask God to continue to guide him, but it helps to have somebody physically here to also help out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is she still alive? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, what you doing here for? Okay, so here we go. Um, so you have been? Uh, basically praying for God to send you a mate. I don't know why Jasmine always do this to me. <laughs> but so this is <laughs> the deal. This is the deal. This is the deal. For one, I love teaching, but this is the deal. <laughs> Be careful about that 
Cause I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you honestly, um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't pray for me. I don't. I pray for God's will to be done in your life. And if your will, and if God's will is for you to have a mate, then you have a mate. Um, somebody been praying for a mate for ten years. Hmm. I said somebody been praying for a mate for ten years. Mhm. So. You have to be patient. Be very, very patient. And I, I don't want you to think that I'm just like, like a mean person. Like this woman is telling me what to do, what not to do. Because I want you to be very careful. I want you to be very careful. Very, very careful. Because I just, I mean, I truly, 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 um, you know, know the word of God, and I know that the people on the line, I know they hear directly from the throne, but they're also very mature in their gifting, so, you know, they, they just get, um, you know, requests all the time to help somebody pray for a mate. And, you know, and that's a, it's, a, it's a very dangerous thing. It's a very dangerous ground for um, for anybody, for anybody to, you know, um, you know, that may not be God's will in your life. And like I tell you, you know, like I told you before, have you sought God on this? Not prayed about it, but actually sought God. Because that's the most important thing. No matter what somebody else prays for you, if you aren't seeking God, if you're not, you know, hearing from God, uh, you know, correctly because of the time you're spending in prayer or what it is that you're praying, you know, it, it it really can really mess you up. Well, my prayer has been praying, you know, Lord, I'm willing to wait. And I truly am. I'm, I've said it several times. I'm willing to wait on him. Because I don't want just anybody in my life. I want the man that he desires me to have. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's been my prayer. That's always my prayer. <laughs> okay, well, let me just say this. <laughs> um. One thing that I, I do, and I think people should do, is that if you're believing God for a mate, we know that Genesis 218 says, um, it's not good for me to be alone. Um, and so he created and helped me for her. And my, I mean, my, I, I, I'm going to say a king, I'm not going to say biblical, but my opinion is that if God put that desire in you to be married and you're praying to him, one thing you need to do is pray and to continue interceding for your mate because you want to make sure that you're prepared for whoever God has for you, and you want to make sure that he's prepared for you. So you can pray for him, but my my opinion is you should continue pray intercede for him because even when you get married, like I look at Vera and she talks to me, she Vera intercedes for her husband all the time. So as a woman of God who is single, if you're believing God for a mate, you need to prepare yourself as a wife, meaning intercede for your future mate. You may not see him. You may not know who he is, but your faith is out there that God has ordained somebody for you. That's what your faith is in. So continue praying for him. And I will also say, write out what you're believing God for. Look at the list. Thank him for the list. And just focus on your kids and focus on walking in your purpose. And that's a don't don't let um, having a mate or one mate be your focus. 
but have your focus on seeking first the kingdom of God, because Matthew 6, 33 says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added up to you. So I will pray for you and just be in agreement, like Vera said, to, um, you know, that you will walk on God's perfect will, and if, if it's God's will for you to be married and you desire that and that's in God's will, then pray for your husband every day. Thank God for him every day and just, you know, and just focus on your kids, on being a godly woman, you know, being an awesome mom. You can be doing it by yourself because really you're not doing it by yourself. You have God who's their father who is helping you also, and his grace is sufficient. I grew up in a single-parent home because my father was uh, murdered when I was eight and a half, and so I am a living witness that my mother, uh, she stood on the grace. She had never got remarried, you know, for all those years. And I'm 28 years old. She do wants to get married, but she she was never married. The Holy Spirit helped her raise her kids. So you don't need, you know, just know that even if the Father is not in their life, God will fill in those gaps for what is missing or what the Father is not doing in their life. Because I'm a living witness that God will do that. Just keep your kids holy, keep them in church, grow them up the way they should go. They won't depart from it, okay? So what's your name? Natasha. Oh, <laughs> Father, name is Jesus. I thought it was a different person. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for Tasha, Father. We speak your perfect will in her life, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you will give her great grace, Father, to raise up her kids, that she don't lean on her own understanding, Father, but she acknowledge you all her ways and you shall direct her path. Father God, that we just forgive the baby father for not being there the way that he should be there. And Holy Spirit, we ask you to be the father of the fatherless father. The Father God, that you will supplicate, that you will fill in the gaps in the areas that she can't fill in, Father. And so, Father, your word says that you'll give us the desires of our heart. So, Father, we pray for her, godly, born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, man of God, a man who is after your own heart, after your own likeness, Father, a man who will not uh, move her away from the will of God, but will support her, and together they both will do the will of God. In the name of Jesus, we pray, and we thank you that, that she would just flourish in her ministry, flourish in everything that you have for her. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Any more questions or prayer requests? No. Okay. Well, I thank y'all for coming out, and I thank y'all for participating. And like I said, next week we'll be talking about the different type of prayers, and that's going to be really awesome. So we're going to talk about scenarios and, you know, just the different uh, prayers that you use and make sure that you're utilizing the right prayers. And like I said, y'all be blessed, be confident, and enjoy wait, wait, your prayer excuse time. Me, excuse me, who's, who's talking right now? Yes, man. Enjoy, oh, that's you, Jasmine? Okay, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, enjoy your prayer time. I thank y'all for coming out, and I'll see y'all next Sunday. Bye-bye.
Hello? Anybody on this call? Hello?
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.